Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's the holiday season, people. It's the holiday season. Like, I, I mean, Thanksgiving cut. This, okay, does Thanksgiving count for the holiday season to give you good cheer, Sybil? Or is it just like once you, once you get past Thanksgiving? Is Thanksgiving uh, a part of it? No, Thanksgiving is normally is a part of it. Not so much this year, but uh, definitely in, in, in years past. I don't know why. I, I, I guess you? The, well, I just feel holiday season always makes me think, okay, snow, cold, Christmas, Hanukkah. Well, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, like all those, all those, all those. Sure. Sure. All those things together. It's, it's um, a mash. It's a mash. It's a mash. So, Merry Holiday season. Yeah, and to you and yours. And because of that, three, yes. two, one, go! All hail the Queen Mariah Carey, whose awesomely old-school Christmas special brings smile-inducing merriment and reminds us that even 2020 is going to have a holiday season. That's an aha! For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. There's holiday joy, and there's... You are tiring, Mr. Trump. It's clear reality is not your friend. Because you can give friends all your pardons. Can't pardon the vote. You're at the end, Mr. Trump. Once you're gone and firmly ensconced in hell, if Biden picks wrong, we'll turn our attention to Rahm Emanuel. No, no, please, God, no. That's a ha. Ha-ha. Please let it be a ha-ha and not an aha when it uh, comes to Rahm Emanuel. Please. Uh, he can't pick Rahm Emanuel, right? We agree on that. Sybil, would you like to tell him why, we, why Rahm Emanuel cannot be picked? Two words. Laquan McDonald. Um, Rahm Emanuel was was mayor of Chicago and during the, his term was the murder of Laquan McDonald, 17 shots uh, in the back of a young man by Chicago police in which the story was buried for a very long period of time. And um, to the detriment of uh, to the public, to his family, they sealed the case pretty much without, I mean, sealed it in terms of keeping the information quiet uh, until they came up with a deal for the family. And um, this was just so many different kinds of wrongs and was also uh, was symbolic of the Rahm Emanuel administration. Yeah. And so with that in mind, I don't think that he is the man to run the Department of Transportation or to run the city of Chicago or anything else just to run his mouth each week on Sunday, ABC this week with George Stephanopoulos. So, uh, yeah, th- th- look, he, look, he he while he did not shoot you know, Laquan McDonald, what he did was hide that video for political purposes only. Full stop. You don't get to you don't get to hide behind death for political purposes. Ask Teddy Kennedy and go visit mm. Chappaquiddick. Right. Mm. You don't get to do that. Um, and I, look, that's why I put it in as, as a ha ha. He can't Rahm Emanuel. He can't promise to be good to black and brown people and then have Rahm Emanuel 
anywhere in that system. Sometimes just one really horrible thing gets you taken off the count. Again, see Ted Kennedy, Chappaquiddick. Sometimes one thing is so horrible, you get taken out. And and no matter how much you want to try to be in the place, I mean, look at Teddy Kennedy, uh, what Chappaquiddick was, what, 66, 67, mm -hmm. um, 68, maybe. And he tried to run for president in 1980 and it still stayed with him. And yeah. and, and, and not the least of which he also had a horrible marriage, um, his, his, you know, and, and, and the whole uh, Kennedy saga. Uh, but. It was just that that was the biggest thing that played in his life that he was never, ever able to get away from. Yes. Yeah. yeah as we talk about it, you know what I realize? Part of it is it's I think what what folks human beings would love, love to forgive bad actions except for cover ups. Right. The thing mm -hmm. that these two things both have in common is that there's the action and then there's the cover up. Like mm -hmm. you knew you did wrong and you tried to fool everyone. Right. Right. If right. you do something bad, it's like, oh, that was a mistake. But your active attempt to try to misguide people for your own personal benefit and at the detriment of others, I think it's the challenge. And and you know what? It, it There seems to be a, a sense of privilege. I was going to say white privilege, but just seems to be a sense of privilege amongst people like that, thinking that they can get beyond it, um, not even apologizing for it, not even, uh, you know, coming to terms with it. And and I have not seen this. I've, uh, I've only seen clips of this, but there is, I think it's on Showtime, Stephen Hill, uh, coming up this weekend. Um, it's a, a show with uh, Brian Cranston. And Brian Cranston is a politician and his son Judge, is involved. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what's it called? Do you know? Uh, I don't. I know, but I know he, play, he plays a, a powerful judge, and he's yeah. the, the son of a, somebody who's a mob person. So yes, yes. His son uh, is a, involved in a hit and run, and kills this another kid. And so the the judge he says, okay, it's going to be okay. We're going to get him through this. Get you through this. Get the family through this. And they go to the to the police precinct. And they're going to he's going to stand there with his son and support him as his son admits to this. And the father sees the the family of the boy that was killed. And it is a, a high ranking mob official or if they can't be official, um, a high ranking member of the mob. And so that takes a whole nother twist on it. Um, it's just a. Uh, it's something about politics and 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 not wanting to admit to your faults, even though you know we're going to find out. People in power are used to getting away with things. That's why the people in power are just you. They get they get this they get this comfortability and and I think you use the word entitlement. Yeah. They just of just being able to get away with things uh, uh, until they can't. And look again, Rahm Emanuel. You may have done a lot of good, but that that's the one thing you don't get to do, especially when you have a president who comes to be good into black and brown people. Exactly. You know who really is good to black and brown people and white and yellow? And I was love with, whenever people throw in green, you know, I don't care if they're white, yellow, black, green. I don't care. Like, I don't care. No, uh, the only green I care about is the money part. So, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> but you know who is really good? Ladies and gentlemen, Mariah Carey. If you just want to uh -huh. have good holiday fun, just sit back with kids or nephews or whatever, whatever nieces, whatever. It, uh, the, the, it, it, Tiffany Haddish is in it. Uh, she's with Ariana Grande, Jennifer Hudson. It's just an old school, fun sing Christmas special. Oh, nice. So. Very nice. Are you in it? Uh, I am not. I am not in it. Um, I was the uh, I was the key grip. I was the guy who moved all the cords. <laughs> I was the guy. 
who just moved the cords around. Uh, make sure. Uh, it's on Apple. It's on Apple TV uh, right now. If you have Apple TV, it mm -hmm. came out. It came out today. Um, I I woke up this morning and watched it. I, I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. It's like, oh, this is a great way to start the day. Oh, that's nice, especially after a day of travel and all that other kind of stuff. So yes, yes, that's a that's a that's a good way to start your day. Um, my my new favorite right now is Jingle Jangle on Netflix. Oh yes, yes indeed. Yeah, yeah, by our friend David E. Talbert and his wife, Lynn. Um, so notice all the natural hair on, by the way. Natural, na na notice that all hairstyles were natural on that show. On that. Oh. All hairstyles are natural. That was by design. I nice. love that. That's a little 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 nugget in there. I, I, I love that, too. Absolutely. Um, and, and so let me ask you this, because the one thing that's getting me through this season is I have become I've moved away from watching old friends and uh, living single episodes to the Fresh Prince. And now I can't stop watching Lifetime and Hallmark movies, Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you found a, have you found a favorite yet? Yes. And um, and speaking of which, uh, of music, Kelly Rowland, uh, her uh, Christmas movie debuted last weekend, Merry Little Christmas. Uh, and uh, that's what the great uh, uh, Kelly Rowland plays the uh, title character. And it is a sequel to last year's uh, movie. And so yeah. and so it's really it's really sweet and, yeah. and, and a lot of fun. Yeah. It is. Uh, Brisha, Brisha Webb, who plays her youngest oh sister, is just one of, my, one of my favorite people in the world. Oh, uh, my gosh. She's brilliant. She's she, brilliant. she really is. She uh, is so delightful. Yes. Yes. Uh, she uh, she was in the Marlon Wayans show. And a little mm -hmm. fun fact, uh, I tried to hire her for 106 and Park way back in the day, like oh, as, a, as, an wow. as, as an alder for 106 and Park. She had a web series. If you, mm -hmm. if you can look on YouTube and it's called This My Show. Yeah. And I happened to be, come across it. It's still some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen. And you could see this was probably ten years over ten years ago now, but you could see like where she was going to get to from that moment. It's called yeah. this my show. So yeah. kudos to her and to, Co to Kelly Rowland, who's pregnant. She's she's like she's like thirteen months pregnant. If you look at yeah. her, <laughs> she's like, I'm sure she would love to hear that. <laughs> no, she, no, she looks great. No, the, the funny she's thing is, pregnant, she does. Yeah. She she took up she did a, 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 a an Instagram shot where she turned her back to the camera, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I said when she got her back, I was like, wait, I thought Kelly was pregnant, and she right. turns around and all thirteen months comes out in front of her. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, you're carrying this well because you can't okay. tell at all from the back she's pregnant, but it's all it's all front, which of course means it's going to be a boy. Another boy? You, yeah, I don't you even know. know that. I don't know if that's true. Okay. okay. You know, <laughs> they, you know yeah, they, you, then your mom had this whole thing. Oh, you care very low. Must be a boy. <laughs> yeah, and weren't they surprised when I came out as a girl? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's not scientific. Because my daddy said, you know, I only make boys. And my mother's like, oh, great. OK, thanks for telling me that. Yeah. And then they picked out boys names. And here I am. There you go. Uh, so, so you're going to be named Sybil for your boy as well? That's, that's <laughs> no, that's forward thinking. That's no, forward thinking. No, no, they didn't have a name for because they just knew that it was going to be another boy because mm. my dad had three sons from uh, his first marriage, although it might have just really been two. Um you want to go deeper or you want to stay there? You want you you want to go you should should I pick up on that thread or just like should I sew that thread or just like let it dangle? What you want to do? What you want to do uh, right now? We may but, not. Well, the, with two of my brothers we share the same father. Um and the third it, is just like a virgin he, birth. He no, he shares the same mother. 
<laughs> all three boys share the same mother, not necessarily uh, the third one sharing the same father. Are these are these older brothers? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah this one, was all before. Yeah. yeah. And the one whose paternity we're not quite sure about is the oldest, because if it's the middle, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so the one the one whose paternity we're not sure about where falls where in that line um he's he was the youngest he, oh, not, he, oh, he was the youngest of the three yeah they're all yeah. older than me yeah right so he was the reason for the breakup he could have been there's a lot of stuff that went on there i mean this it's stephen hill to tell you about my father's relationships with women and um even my mom uh that would take like a, another year's worth of podcasts okay i'm sorry when you said even your mom you mean your mom's relationship with women or your mom your, your... no what relationships with women including my mother my father's oh. relationship with women including my father got my, it my father's relationship with women including my mom yeah all right all right so, should we say no, should we, we, should we, ask, we should ask our producer if we can say that for another another that sounds good i get i'm gonna go out and get a couch for that one <laughs> get a couch for that episode man all the way in um but you know what here it is it's just a matter of you know it's just a matter of choices it's just a it's just a matter of choices yeah. it's yeah. just a matter of choices somewhat like the choices that people are gonna have to make um uh pretty soon what? Uh, people in Georgia. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why they didn't work. Okay. Uh, yes, yes. In Georgia, they got, they got, yeah, I had it all lined up. I had the corny thing all lined up, and all of a sudden, like, no, you can't play this. What do you mean? I'm not. You know what? Never mind. I'm not talking. I'm not talking to my computer anymore. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, a big, big stuff going on. Uh, what are the, what are the dates? What are the important dates? So, um, Monday is the last day for registration in order to vote in the runoff. So, uh, Monday, December seventh is the last day to register, and that is especially important for people who are ter who turned eighteen between November fourth and January fifth. Uh, if you're 17 and a half uh, and, and you will be 18 by January 5th, you can register to vote. There's also a very, very important part of registering is for everyone. I don't care who you are, is to check your registration. It's very important um, to check your registration because people have, by the thousands we're hearing, have been purged from the voting rolls. And so, um, as a matter of fact, there is a lawsuit, a major lawsuit, led by the president of the National Bar Association, our friend C.K. Hoffler, as well as the historic attorney, Fred Gray, who was uh, the leader on so many of our civil rights cases, uh, has agreed to come on to this case, in which they have filed against the state of Georgia to reinstate almost 200,000 Georgians, 300, um, 200,000 citizens of Georgia who wow. have purged from the voting rolls. Uh, they're going to court on this. Uh, they're asking for the, uh, for the case to be uh, put on the fast track and uh, to get a decision on this. So that is really important for people right now, even if you voted in November or early voted uh, in October into November, check your registration if you're listening to us and you are a voting citizen of the state of Georgia. Now, the next important date is a week later. That's when early voting begins. Early voting begins for the two runoffs, one between Reverend Raphael Warnock and Kelly Loeffler 
And yeah, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to give me time. I thought you were going to give me time. Okay. Like, Warnock, oh, no. yeah! Woo! Woo! And who okay. else? Who else? And, and, and so now the second one is between David Perdue and John Ossoff. Woo! Ossoff! Okay. And as George Wallace likes to say, vote your ass off. Um, so, <laughs> so this is this is really important that we get people to check their registration and to early vote. Vote as early as you possibly can, um, so that they because this a lot of people believe that this was the key to um, changing the color of Georgia from a red to blue. And so we we look for people to register, check your registration, register if you need to re-register and to vote as early as possible. And mail-in voting also is a, another big key because then you have verification of it. They had, a, they had over 900,000 requests for mail-in ballots. Yeah, yeah, already, already. Meanwhile, your, meanwhile, your boy, uh, Excuse Trump. Me? Okay, I just said that just to say it. Uh, <laughs> uh, your future ex-president, uh, uh -huh. Donald Trump, Donald Trump is uh, he, he's unable to have a complex thought. I realized it. I, <laughs> when he, did you realize he's, this? He's simply well all the time, but it just keeps coming back. So let me get this straight. So you're still hitting on Georgia mm -hmm. about how the election process doesn't work, and then you're going down to Georgia this weekend to yeah. tell people to vote. But then during the during that during that, I promise you, I know what you're going to do, Mr. Trump. You are. I'm, I'm sorry. Too soon to say, Mr. Trump. I should be President yeah. Trump. God, no, Mr. Trump. I, I, I've never referred to him as such. <laughs> no, I promise. I always called him Donald Trump. But oh, I, I get never, it. Yeah. Uh, uh, at some point in time during there, he's going to tell them to vote and then say, but the voting is is rigged. It's it's illegal and all that stuff. And. Republicans are, and I believe rightfully worried, that Republicans are actually going to stay home in the in, yeah. in the mountains, in the mountains. Well, our president says it doesn't work, so we're going to stay right here at home. Mm -hmm. That was yeah. more of a mix. That was more of a Bill Clinton accent than anything Georgian. But. That sounded more Arkansas, yeah, but okay. <laughs> um, but I think you're right. That is a great worry that people will stay home because that's what their president has told them to do. Uh, don't get involved. And and because coming out and voting for these two uh, Republican candidates means that you think that the vote was okay, that there are no questions need to be asked. There's really no need for another recount and that uh, we are moving on. And and that is definitely what he does not want and can't afford to do. Yeah. Um, here's the thing I will say. I I don't I do care how the vote comes out. However, what would be very strange is if um, one Democrat won and one Republican won. Right. It feels like this is if it's in the same state, it feels mm -hmm. and everybody in the state can vote. It's not by districts like that is Congress. Right? right. It feels like it's both or none. Now, how much do you think people will talk about voter fraud if there is a great discrepancy in the number of votes for either of the Republican candidates or either of the Democratic candidates? Oh, or, 100 percent. Or do you think there's enough difference between the candidates that they could split something? It doesn't feel that way, but I'm not a Georgian. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel that way looking in. How do you feel? Um, You know what? And, and I've come to know and, and and as have we all in in every election but especially in this last election that polls really don't mean a damn thing um, but I do find that um, 
Raphael Warnock has a stronger lead against Kelly Loeffler right now uh, than does John Ossoff and David over David Perdue. And so um, I think that if that if those polls mean anything, it's more likely for one to for one Democrat to win and one Democrat to lose. I, I agree. But it is also you're also right, I believe, in, in agreement that um, the calls for for voter fraud are, are going to be, you know, through the roof. And with Donald Trump crowing, I told you so. So, black people, this is once again up to you. I'm going to let you know this. Here's why. Here's why. Do not go to the polls. No, I'm going to phrase it. I'm going to phrase it in a positive way. Okay. When you go to the polls in Georgia, vote for both. If you're going to vote Democratic, vote for Warnoff and uh, and Ostroff. What you don't want to do is go, I'm voting for the black man. All right, the black man <laughs> didn't vote and then walk out. Like, right. don't like, don't just vote, vote him because it, that, there'll be more of a discrepancy, especially since Stacey and Keisha done dog done their dog thing and got people yeah, voted, registered, yeah. re- registered, registered. You know what? <laughs> I love you know that. What? I you love the passion. Okay, no, um, but <laughs> but we but, but we know what you mean. And uh, yeah, the, Latasha Brown. Let's not forget her and all the great sh- the work she's done with Black Voters Matter, uh, as well as. Uh, the woman that should have been governor of Georgia, Stacey Abrams, and and a woman who should be in the Biden cabinet, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. Yes, yes, and I keep hearing what is, I keep hearing about the small business small business association. Yeah, is that, is that where I hear? That's uh, that's one of the the positions that I'll I'm hearing that. for her too. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take that. I'll take that. No, you know, just because I, you know, since I failed, <laughs> since I since I failed earlier, my little corny. Uh, I come back to it. Not a failure. I had to pay nine ninety nine. I was behind in my Spotify. Georgia, <laughs> Georgia, the whole day through. Just an old sweet song. That means we're gonna turn Georgia blue. I think that's the next that's the next line. We're gonna turn Georgia blue. I believe that I believe that's <laughs> Oh, I thought you were gonna say brown. <laughs> ah, the, the only the only thing, the only thing better. You know what's what's awesome? We got this, we got through this entire all the way here and haven't mentioned mm-hmm. COVID yet. We got all the way through. Yeah, all the way to this point, and haven't mentioned COVID. And but it's good news what? on COVID. It's good news on COVID right now. Not with the numbers. No, no, no. Okay, not with the numbers. That's true. That's that. That is that is that is true. The numbers are still going up, but you know how many people left and went to Thanksgiving when they weren't supposed to. On the bright side, the vaccine's on the way. Vaccine's like days away for some people. Yes, yes. Depending on where you are and where you rank in all of this, and and the states that that are going to get it um, quickly, they they make the determination who's going to get it and in what order. And so now the the talk about the vaccine, um, we should uh, we should be very careful in our conversations and our decision making. And so that's why we have invited someone on to talk about this. And uh, Dr. Rowena Macklin, Dr. Macklin, how are you? Can you hear me? We can now. How are you? I'm fine. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks hey, so welcome, much for welcome, welcome. joining us. Well, I have to say there is great news on the horizon. I just am a little bit concerned about um, 
lost uh, hope at this point with the vaccination because there's still some issues to be addressed with it. Um, initially, I was concerned about the politicalization of the vaccine with Trump and his exceptional control over agencies and the rush to get it done before election. Um, and then since then, we have some things to overcome. There's certain high-risk groups that have not been, that were not in the studies, that we don't know how the vaccine impacts them. And uh, I'm sure we'll discover those things, but that's not right around the corner at this point. Um, the other concern is the cold, train, cold chain transport. There have been some log mm -hmm. logistical issues that were just brought up today by Dr. Hotis, the tropical infectious disease uh, physician from Baylor. He was on MSNBC today talking about some of the uh, barriers. So you kind of have to expect that there are going to be some things and it wasn't going to go as smoothly as we expected a week ago. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's, there, there's still hope on the horizon. My concern is that we're going to let down our guard. We're going to stop implementing the protocols because too many people aren't really being as as compliant as they should be, which is what mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about on my podcast when I do it in, in a week or so. So that's my concern with it. Yes, um, there's some good news, but the bad news is we still, well, I won't say bad news, but the concern is that we still need to continue to wear a mask, wash our hands. We don't know how long this vaccine is effective. Uh, we don't know uh, its effect on patients 65 years or older because they were not in the studies. It's less effective with obese patients, which is, another reason to lose weight. So uh, there's still some, some uh, hurdles that we need to overcome before we can really get out of the woods with this. So Dr. Macklin, you jumped right in. So let's jump in for you. Are you going to take the vaccine? You know, I said uh, last night that I would not, and I'm not, but it's interesting. I had a conversation with a friend of mine who is a high risk patient who said, yes, why not? What do I have the risk? And so um, it changed my stance only somewhat because, again, we don't have all the answers. I don't think I'm ready to take it now. I am a vaccine advocate. I want to emphasize okay. that. Right. And yes, our people, minorities, often do not take this when they should. Vaccines are life-saving. I want to emphasize that. Okay. I'm not uh, an opponent of vaccine by any means whatsoever. I just think that we may have a false sense of security with the vaccine. And we don't know the effectiveness. And so it's not um, a ready-made solution, so to speak. So I, I think I'll be more, more confident in the next two or three months. There are even more pharmaceutical companies coming out with, with vaccines that are going to be uh, less challenging to transport. They don't have to be stored at minus 7 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. Um, the two-dose regimen is not a concern, even though this has been brought up several times. We have other vaccines that are two and three doses. That's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. I understand that Merck may be coming out with an oral vaccine. So I just don't have the confidence now in it that I know that I will in a few months because I know we have some great scientists out there um, and we're going to we're gonna resolve these issues, but I don't think we're there yet. So besides, the, temp besides the, temp the, temper the temperature transport, what's standing between you and the confidence that you would have to put this in your arm? Um, well, again, well, for me... I guess it's just that we don't know the efficacy of it. So I don't know if it lasts for three months or six months. I'm not really mm -hmm. concerned about the side effects. It's going to cause pain, uh, maybe soreness in the muscle, maybe some low-grade fevers. That's not unusual. The same thing happens with the flu vaccine. And I can't say I wouldn't put it in my arm. It's just not, I'm, I'm not encouraging my patients necessarily 
um, to be that confident in it at this point. Uh, but it won't hurt. Like I said, I spoke to a friend and said, well, what, what's the alternative? The mm-hmm. alternative is to, even if you get the vaccine, continue to wear your mask. We've had mm-hmm. cases of reinfection. Okay, so I, I, I just think that um, that people will become too confident. And for myself personally, I don't, I really, after all the research I've done, I can't think of any particular reason why, except that I don't just see any great benefit at this time. Uh, once we get uh, a more stable uh, circumstance where we're not having problems transporting, we have great uh, logistical support here in the United States with FedEx and and um, some of the others. We have great health systems, but we right now have not figured out, and I, I would like to be able to reference that MSNBC, how to assure that it's going to be effective at all if it gets to us. So I, I think the cold train transport and the barriers are the, the biggest issues. And um, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest issue for me personally. We're talking to Dr. Rowena Macklin. She is a physician as uh, and is a proud graduate and of the uh, Fort Worth Osteopathic Medical School. Uh, and also, you are, do you still practice at a public hospital, at a county hospital? I am at a. I trained at JPS years ago. Went out into private practice, and I've been at JPS now for four or five years. Again, it's like my home. Mm-hmm. But I will be being in uh, at the end of this month to uh, to start a new chapter in my life with the more progressive type of primary care and alternative integrative medicine. I think that's awesome, um, and especially uh, in light of our conversation. My question for you, though, is did you have any concern about this, as they called it, Operation Warp Speed, the speed at which these protocols were developed, at which the vaccines were developed? Yes, and and that's a, another good point too. I have in my notes, and I didn't bring it up because I didn't know how much time I had. But again, that goes back to my concern about the politicalization of this of the vaccine mm-hmm. and hurry up and get it out before election. But also, you know, big pharma is is uh, is synonymous to greed. Uh, big pharma, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> and I had to go back to my foundation of trust in our. And our scientists, our PhDs, and and um, and MDs and DOs that are doing these studies. But I did have a concern about the money aspect of it. You know, the stock went up tremendously. I'm not going to say I'm not going to invest in any. But yeah, there was a concern about how quickly everyone was racing to get this done, and in one point, get it done before November 3rd. Mm-hmm. Announced, and was it to for profit? And praise, or was it really so that we can get this thing turned around? You know, I've I've heard a a conversation with a doctor in Chicago, uh, in which the uh, the vaccines are already in place. They they are already in storage. They've been brought to uh, to Illinois and to different parts of of the state, and Chicago being one of them. They're 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 ready to go, like within the next week or two. Um, another friend of mine who is a physician in uh, Georgia says that they they might not get it till after next year, sometime yeah. in the first quarter. And so, is that fair? No, it's not fair. And that's another one of the things that I found in my research, but it's, it's nothing new. The discrepancy in, um, in delivering the vaccine to communities who need it. And we're still trying to figure out who are the 
the initial recipient. Yeah, yeah. Um, before I was a doctor, I was a teacher, and all of us have been impacted by educators and their frontline workers. So I think there should be some consideration there. But certainly obese patients, which we have uh, higher incidence in the South and Southwest, particularly with African-Americans and Hispanics, that's one reason why uh, their rate of infection um, is higher than others. I have some numbers here. Their, their death rate is 50% for every person who's considered obese who gets infection. One and two die. There's 113% incidence of hospitalization and 74% incidence of ICU. So people in our communities, mm. underserved communities, the very ones who are not necessarily the most fit, the ones with comorbidities such as diabetes, hypertension, congestive heart failure, kidney failure, those are the ones who need it most, and those are probably ones that are going to get it at the end of um, yes. at, at the, the end of the line. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there, there's this bill that came up in D.C. that is it came out of committees, crossed over already, that permits minors of any age to consent to receive a, a, a vaccine as long as that vaccine has been recommended by the uh, U.S. Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices. How do you feel about kind of that direction and almost take almost taking the parents out of the decision-making process? Uh, I think that at a certain age, you don't have the maturity to understand the pros and cons, the risk factors of taking immunizations. And so I, I do have somewhat of a problem with that. However, you have instances where kids have been 16, 17, 18, and wanted to get vaccines and their mothers opposed, the parents opposed. Mm-hmm. And most of these instances, the children were correct. Um, and so it depends on the age group and the vaccine. You know, we had uh, one of the most controversial vaccines and we've kind of strayed from COVID right now, but was the HPV vaccine, which initially was to be dosed at the age of nine. And you remember there's a lot of social and religious mm-hmm. backlash yeah from that because the implication for some was that we were encouraging children to be sexually active. Right. And uh, an analogy that someone used that I, that I use myself now is that it's like getting a tetanus shot. You're not telling the kid to go out and step on a rusty nail because you're getting a tetanus shot. You're trying to protect them now for risk factors that they may have in 10 years from now. So that's a little bit too widespread of a net to allow children. There needs to be some age limitations and, uh, for specific vaccines, and, and the situations vary, like I said, if they're older teens, young adults, and the CDC has an indication for the vaccine and the parents disagree, maybe they should have some leeway. If they're younger and they don't understand the ramifications of the vaccine, getting it or not getting it, then perhaps the parents should have some input. We're talking to Dr. Rowena Macklin and uh, talking about this whole vaccine, uh, coronavirus vaccine and the COVID-19 vaccine, however you want to uh, label it. Um, were children involved in the studies? Were they part of the vaccine studies? That's an excellent uh, question. Only one pharmaceutical company, Pfizer, studied children age of 12 and older. So mm-hmm. none of the studies included individuals over 65 years of age who represent 80% of the deaths, 30 to 40% of the cases. Um, None of them except Pfizer included kids in the study. Pfizer does have an indication for children 12 years of age and older. Mm -hmm. And the other challenge, like I said, I go back to obesity. The vaccine is effective in obese patients, but not as effective as with 
other uh, patients in the study. And so there were some, some issues with some of those subgroups, but particularly kids have not been studied very thoroughly. Wow. Do you know if they, did they, did they, did they separate, not separate, did they, did they, did they control for uh, 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 race and ethnicity at all? Do you know if there was any difference in the effect on African-Americans or, or, or Latinx or, or, or in, in any other ethnicities? You know, that is one bit of information I was not able to obtain um, in this, in this short period of time that I had to prepare for this, but that's a good, very good question. And uh, it's prompted me to, investigate a little bit further on that. Um, I think indirectly, we're gonna be more affected by the vaccine and the virus, but directly, I do not know. I was happy to see um, on some of the programs and the news programs that there are African-Americans involved in the studies, because as you know, we often don't wanna participate in studies even when we're offered the opportunity. <laughs> right, right. So Which even President Obama about. made note of the other day, uh, talking about yeah. the Tuskegee experiment and what have you, yeah. Yes, yeah, not, not, not a lot of trust there when it comes to, you know, I, I heard whispers of Tuskegee. That's this is all come that's true. Been, I it nearly every day, but the other part of that is we don't have the information that you just asked about for that very reason. We need to encourage uh, people of color to be more involved in uh, studies and donations and all those kind of things. There are yeah. deficiencies, but we could help others that are like us. Well, the cool thing, the cool thing is, the, well, okay, sorry. No, go ahead. What's the cool thing? Yeah, I th the, the cool thing is that you know the unofficial, well, kind of the official head of the people of color has just has has volunteered to be uh, a, a <laughs> first taker, first taker of the vaccine, and that yeah. is of course Obama. Obama, Clinton, yeah. and Bush have 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 showed leadership. Remember what that was like when presidents showed leadership? That was so wow. crazy. I remember. remember it. Yeah. it feels like so, so long ago. What um, a while ago. Yeah. But they took yeah. a leadership, they took yeah. leadership position. Like, look, we will take this. We will go on TV and do this. We'll go on TV to get the, together and do it. You can yeah. call us three stooges. I just want to be curly. You know, that's, they were all, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> it was just, but, but I just love, I love the fact that they were, they're like, we'll do this because we realize America needs to do this. To be, to see this done. Yeah. 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 yeah I think again, and I, it's my own prejudice. Sometimes, you know, positions are individuals as well. And um, I, I think what, what I opened the conversation with last night is so many times you do have patients who, who oppose immunizations and they're opposed. I don't have to do it just because you told me to do it, doctor, just because you're the doctor. And I, I've told the patients, listen, I encourage you to do, to do things for your health. It doesn't really do me any benefit other than to see you do well with the vaccine or controlling your blood pressure, what have you. So I don't just tell you to do something because that's what I'm supposed to do. If I don't believe in it, I will share both sides of the story. And so that's how we spoke about um, COVID vaccine earlier. And I was telling some of the patients that, that I'm trying to encourage to get flu shots. Now, if we had the COVID vaccine right now, I don't know if that would be the thing for you. I'd have to research different circumstances and see if you could benefit more. But keep your mask on, wash your hands, keep your distance from other people, try not to have close gatherings for people that are outside of your household. And when the vaccine becomes available, you know the risk and benefits, and you make that decision. I'm just here to educate and inform. Can you can you make a decision about which one of the vaccines you would choose? Um, since I mean they're all coming at us fast and furious, um, and and some you know they they had to take a step back because they found that there was some abnormalities in in their research um, or or in the way that they gave the vaccinations. 
can we take our time and decide which is the best or we just take whatever is available in our in our community? You know, I guess, again, it depends on your risk factors and I don't have any risk factors. And there are three that I looked at. Pfizer, uh, unfortunately, who is such a household name, mm-hmm. has not been at the top of my list because of the challenges they've had just getting it from A to B with the cold chain. Uh, Moderna is not a bad option. I believe that I believe that um, there are three. One has to have the temp less than 20 degrees, and one is actually comparable. Right. Yeah. So there is one that, that uh, can be maintained at 36 to 46 degrees Fahrenheit, and I don't know if that's Moderna or the third one. I'm trying to look it up now, but I won't be able to fully end this. But, yeah, I think that if you're at high risk, it's not going to hurt you as far as we know. You might consider taking it, whichever one is available to you, because we don't know which one we're going to get in this area. Right. Um, but I'm not, I don't think Pfizer is going to be the leading uh, option right now. There's a third one out that's a little bit more accessible. They're trying to make a vaccine that's only one injection instead of two, because I understand that it's quite uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's one that's come out oral. Will it be as effective as the others orally? I don't know. So if you're not at high risk, you may have some time to investigate on your own and ask your physician and together decide on the best option for you. If you're at high risk, you may need to get the one that's most available to you. I think it's AstraZeneca, Moderna, and Pfizer. Are those the three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, and are they all multiple uh, uh, step vaccines? At this point, there are all multiple, um, and they're working on making one that's just a single dose. But again, that shouldn't be a big issue when mm-hmm. children, and I like to compare this to the flu vaccine. The indication to get a flu vaccine for children is at the age of six months, Mm -hmm. okay? And we haven't even tested kids under 12 for coronavirus. When they get that first vaccine, they come back in a month to get a second one. Right. You know, and if you've never had a flu vaccine as a child, you come back to get the second one. Same thing with the shingles vaccine that we recommend in older older patients to get at the age of 50. It's a two-vaccine shot. The same thing with hepatitis B is a three-vaccine shot. So... That I got mine. So I got mine. Two shots. Two shots of shingles. And, and all I know is, I, well, I don't care how bad, bad that shot hurt. Shingles hurts more. Yeah. Bingo. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you've ever known anybody with it or have had it yourself, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know what uh, what that can be like, and it can last for years and years. And stay in the system. Yeah. Um. Dr. Macklin, thank you so much for your time. Can we can we call you again uh, for updates on on how this is moving, especially as you are coming across it, and perhaps some of your patients, if you could share with us uh, how they're dealing with it and and the things like this? Because, um, you know, we talked about HPV vaccine, but within our lifetimes, I don't remember another vaccine that. Um, we've had the, this kind of warp speed of, of bringing it to the forefront. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just, just stories from my grandparents talking about um, the, the soft vaccine uh, for polio mm-hmm. and, and things like yeah. that. 
Um, but just no, just no sense of of a history in terms of how this has been handled before. So it's it's all new territory, uh, as is this virus itself, of course. Um, but we appreciate your time. Well, I appreciate the opportunity, and you have uh, given me some homework, which I'm looking forward to finding some answers for in terms of uh, race um, and ethnic uh, uh, impacts how race and ethic is impacted by the vaccine where they're involved in the study, as well as uh, what's on the horizon for new vaccines. So I hope to have those answers and more for you the next time we have an opportunity to talk. Well, you when when you when you complete your homework assignment, you come on and join us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you, I will, and you all have a safe and, and blessed and, day and holiday. Thank you so much. Before we go, you have a podcast? I will be starting one. Um, I, I will be starting one in the next um, couple of weeks or so as I'm starting this new project, my new my new business venture, uh, my my uh, what do you want to call it? My uh, platform coach, my social platform coach, has given me um, uh, some instructions to do a couple of programs, and I'll be doing those in the couple next couple of weeks. And they will involve COVID and some other things as well. So wow. I'll keep you abreast on that as Fantastic. well. I, I need to find out where you get a job as a social platform coach. <laughs> let me tell you this. Actually, that's her third job. This lady, let me just say this briefly, is Dr. Patricia Rowe. She's, a, she's an MD. She's a doctor, uh-huh. and, she's a, and she has a degree in business, but she has a telemedicine program. So she calls awesome. it coaching when we call on board. And people like me who need coaching with, with social media platforms, Mm-hmm. That's more important than the medicine. I got the medicine piece. It's this other thing. Right. So, yeah, she's coaching me on how to get on uh, Twitter and those things and promote my business. So it's a side job for her. That's I right. Got but you, you, got, you, you at least started well because you didn't call it the Twitter. So you've already <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly <laughs> lesson number one went f- <laughs> flawlessly. Thanks, thanks for that vote of confidence. Absolutely. You got, Have a good one. You got this. Thank you so much, Dr. Macklin. We appreciate you. Happy holidays to you as well. We appreciate your uh, joining us here today. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. So uh, so, uh, for those who don't know, the vaccine is going to be a lot of of conversation. Mm -hmm. There's going to be just a lot of conversation. I think it's going to be more conversation over the Christmas dinner than uh, the the recent elections. (laughs) (laughs) It's a high-cost ruling. No, uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, let me ask but, you this. Let me ask yeah. you this. I'm I'm really curious um, because, <laughs> unfortunately, most of my elderly relatives are no longer with me. But in terms of your mom, what would you do, or what are you having that conversation? No, she ain't getting no vaccine. She's not. No, she's not. No, that's not my impersonation. My mom. <laughs> Yo, that's so funny. You know what? I'm going to call her and ask her. My guess is that she wouldn't. Take it at ninety three. Mm-hmm. That would be my guess, but that's a that's a high quality question. I don't think she would. I don't think she would take it. She'd be like, "I'm just gonna ride this out. I'm gonna ride this out, player. I'm gonna, that's, that, mm-hmm. that's my invitation, to my mom. I'm gonna ride this out." And and on the other side of that, uh, or or you know, at the other end of the spectrum, what about your nephews? Uh, they'll they'll have vaccines by the end of the sentence. Like I'm sure. <laughs> like, like, like I mean, I'm sure they'll. They're, look, anything that's going to get Charlie back on the any kind of playing field 
Mm-hmm. And I do believe there's going to be, you're going to, for, especially for younger people, there's mm-hmm. going to be certain things you cannot do unless you're vaccinated. For example, Ticketmaster is setting up a system where right. they can verify where you have been vaccinated. And therefore, you will not be able to sell your tickets you bought. You can only use tickets that you bought because you are there, you know, they're only selling certain tickets to people who are vaccinated. It's going to happen, that's gonna happen in, in stadiums, on, on, on teams. And yeah. so I think that, that, that the, the conversation around this and the debate around it, especially when it comes to black and brown people and, you know, is there any kind of difference? You know, what's why, why you know, coronavirus acting differently with African-Americans? Might mm-hmm. the virus do, might the, might the vaccine do the same thing? Um, so that's it. But I do know, I do, I will, I, I will say this, two things. One, shingles. You ever had shingles? Yes. So have you, have you gotten the vaccine yet? No, I haven't. Mm- and I and I know I know I you know I I this is the whole vaccine thing I'm I'm not comfortable with it I and and I've had it and and I know that it can still be in my body I I get all that I just am, I'm conflicted I but, really okay. am but okay, but, but knowing it, you could get shingles again and you'd still rather get shingles again and, and than I still be sure you can't have them I still I still you know deal with the fact that I could get it again and and it's it frightens me but also the vaccine frightens me i i will get a flu shot but the the shingles vaccine i'm yeah i'm still working through it call me call me crazy call me stupid no 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 no, 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 no. you're you're representative of a number of people who who feel that way about vaccines that's not it's just it is surprising to me only because i feel like shingles from everything i've never had it from everything uh, i've heard yeah, and you it's don't. just oh. the worst it just it it, it paralyzes you yeah and, and i don't mean you know you can't move but when you move it is so painful as um, i understand it. it it's it's really it's it's the worst um so i'm not proud of the fact that i'm i'm still struggling with this i'm not but i admittedly it is uh it's something that i worry about I'm record. completely, by the way, just so you know, next time when we, and there will be another cruise next week, I'm going to completely, uh, uh, Bill Cosby you with the shingles vaccine. <laughs> I'm going to completely, I'm going to completely Bill Cosby you. That's pour the vaccine a hundred percent. There will be vaccine yes. in your love connection drink. <laughs> and since it's, since it's a second dose, you got to take two drinks. And I know that's hard for you. I know it's difficult for you, but I will be Bill Cosby in your love connection twice to make sure you don't get those shingles again. I'm you know what? Now. I, you know, it, because we will have enough time between now and the next cruise, um, I, I will, I will, I promise you, I will work towards mentally and physically getting the vaccine. I promise and, you. And so coronavirus vaccine, you will be getting or you won't be getting? I will. I, I think I will. Um, because the more I think about it and, and here, oh, here's the other thing I want to suggest that we also get some people who have been t- uh, part of the, the studies. Um, there are two presidents yeah. of uh, historically black colleges in uh, Louisiana. Um, and they were part of the studies uh, for black folks and they were in- encouraging their students as well as their uh, their their uh, teachers and professors and what have you, uh, their staff members to also be a part of the study. So I think we should reach out to them and uh, get Very them awesome. as well to see uh, where they stand on that. And I will ask them, is your encouragement tied in any way to the <laughs> amount of money that Trump gave to HBCUs? Is okay. that is that it tied in any way? We'll see. And that's, and that's a fair question. Yeah. It is a fair question. Do you know uh, which you vaccine know? you'll get? 
Um, no. And that's why I was asking her, can we, you know, can we do some research and, and then decide which ones, you know, are, are better for us uh, at our age range, at our, you know, whatever our um, pre-existing conditions are? Um, I know. John, I, I love you, Moderna, but I'm going I'm going with the brand that I know, the brand that I've utilized for years, <laughs> the brand that when I finally got that blue pill, I'm telling you, it was. You mean it does that? <laughs> Wait, um, I want more. <laughs> I don't care if you're tired. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. 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 And and are well, you get uh, some lubrication? <laughs> Shout to Pfizer. Shout, and shout, and what if they combine? Shout what if out you to found, Pfizer. What if you found out that a little bit of the blue pill was also included in the coronavirus vaccine? What? <laughs> what? You know how, yo, if that were the case, yo, every day, every day, every day, I feel like, go show it. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Shout out Pfizer. Hope you win. Oh my laugh. God. Hope you win. Um, I, I love your 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 musical attachment uh, to, <laughs> and an ability to tap into. Can I ask you a quick question of something yes. that is um just regarding a friend of yours? You you mentioned Mariah Carey, but also I uh, read something today about another versus in involving. Would your friend <laughs> Keisha Cole be involved in the versus? Do you know any? Can you share? She is she is itching to get involved with the verses. I don't think they found the opponent yet, um, or the person with who, they, who with who she'll celebrate music. It's not really opponent thing, but it's a really right, right. Thing. <laughs> it's really it's really an opponent. Who thing. would you like to see her go up against? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think there is a. See, it's, it's tough at twenty. I'll be honest with you. I think I think most singers. Uh, this has been this was built for a producers battle and producers mm-hmm. pro- right. battle for different artists. So it, it's easy to get to twenty to get the. I mean, it's easy to get to easy for them to get to twenty individual artists. Um, I would love to see Keisha take on. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, I can't. I'm, I'm blanking. I'm. Um, there's like there's. What I say. I want to think. What I want to say. Um, Faith Evans. There's a faith. There's a Faith Evans mm-hmm. possibility there. Uh, there may be a a. a not, 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 and probably not Kelly Bryce. I think Faith. I think Faith and uh, Keisha would be probably the best one. The best one that I can think of. Wow. Any, any, any thought? Any thoughts of yours? I would love to see Faith and Kelly. Uh- yeah. <laughs> I get that one too. Um, um, but yeah, I, I, I really uh, didn't. I didn't know, and so I'm glad you yeah. put that in my head. Um, in terms of because I was, I was thinking, who would she want? But more importantly, who would you like to see? Because the, yeah. First of all, you you know have such a, a brilliant mind for this kind of thing, and also I would love to see the two Steves get together and talk about it before and after <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. That is that is all that is always fun, always fun. As this is always fun, Sybil. Thank you. I can't believe we come to another end. We've come to another end. I know, and we come to a screeching halt, according to the producers. Stop now! <laughs> <laughs> What's one? What? No, no. <laughs> you, 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 no, I can't do it.
Yes, I can. <laughs> you can't stop. Just keep going. Just keep going. Don't stop. Just keep going. Just ha- keep going. He's Shout out to Pfizer. I think we're having a flashback to this past week. Um. Oh. <laughs> oh my. What you, uh, need to what you need to uh, know newsletter. Will you be printing on Christmas? People want to know. The crowd wants to know. Will you be printing on Christmas? <laughs> Who asked that? Uh, the uh, they did. They did. They. Well, they. well tell, tell them who asked uh, whether they're going to force us to work or not. Because <laughs> um, as we record this, it's three weeks from today. It is indeed. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Three weeks from uh, from, from Friday. Wait. It is? Yes. Wow. It is I, Friday, and it's three weeks from now. I need to get my shopping fingers on on this keyboard, I guess, huh? Okay. Okay. Oh, yes. All right. All right. Rum um, cake for everybody. And- <laughs> okay. Uh, make it chocolate for Yolanda. Um, there you go. <laughs> so what about the X- Sirius XM radio show? Uh, 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 Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. If you get if you talk, if you get to reach this before Saturday night, a great conversation with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, two of my favorite people and my favorite producers of all time. Uh, they have something out with Babyface called "He Don't Know Nothing About It," and they've got a whole album coming out next year with people on it. Uh, that it, it's just the greatest hits of all your favorite '80s and '90s people. So oh looking forward gosh. to that. Absolutely. And and that is Sirius XM Saturday nights on Channel 48. And for the What You Need to Know newsletter, please go to SybilWilks.com. It is free. It's absolutely free all day long, all year long. It's absolutely free. And we could use uh, the advertising. So please go and uh, and subscribe to it. And it makes a wonderful holiday gift. It does, by the way. Stocky stuffer. <laughs> yes. Along with a laptop, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friends, that'll do it until next week. Stay safe, stay please, safe, and please, please. Maybe, maybe I'll hold up until there's a black-owned vaccine. Nah, probably not. Um, you'll be waiting a long time, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great one. Love you, Sybil. And right back at you. Love you too, Stephen Hill. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you. Aloha. Oh, reminds me, I gotta go pull my vaccine. I gotta fill out my uh, prescription. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>